good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is Rihanna from the Speak Your Mind podcast. And I'm coming to you today just to give a bit of support because something I've noticed is there's a lot of grief and loss happening in this world right now. And many people are feeling a bit lost on how they're thinking, how they're feeling, how they're acting. And I just wanted to give a bit of bit of advice and just share some space with any of you that's experiencing a difficult emotion, any difficulty in navigating yourself and just a bit unsure on what to do because everything's a bit confusing right now. (laughs) Everything's really confusing. So the reason why I'm making this podcast is because not only with the uncertainty of these unprecedented times of COVID-19. There's been a lot of deaths that has been born out of this deadly virus. And as we've seen, the numbers have risen, they've fallen, there's been second spikes. And there's been many, many deaths, unfortunately, that people have had to unusually deal with. You know, it's very, very different to how people are used to grieving and are used to understanding their feelings around loss. So that's one aspect. Another aspect is there's been a lot of media highlight around Mr. George Floyd's death and murder. And that grief is something that's so unbearable. I I too can say that I've felt the emotional pain from across the waters the people in the American islands and it's something that is somewhat indescribable. Another aspect I want to kind of touch on is the loss of time that people have have endured throughout this lockdown or what I've called it um, solitude season (laughs) just to make it a bit more empathetic to me but during this solitude season uh, there's been a lot of loss of time that people have experienced and enjoyed and felt that they're not sure how to cope with either and another aspect that I want to kind of support with is the loss of future plans and now this can mean whether you had planned to have a holiday or plan to maybe have a baby in a certain place in a certain way um planning weddings plan planning a future even if it's just like planning next year you know there's been a lot of future plans that have been lost in this wind um and i think a lot of people need to have a bit of self-understanding and self-regulation around this um, because it, it's, it can be difficult to inflict or internalise and inflict the pain on yourself and the judgement because it's something that you've wanted to embark on but at the same time what I'm seeing is that people are moving between a place of anger and a place of hope and then there's the middle ground of uncertainty 
and wanting to kind of remain closer to the grounds of hope is where I've tried to resonate my energy um, and what I'm going to present to you today is just five little tips on how I feel that I've managed to to deal with these these unprecedented times um, I think it's very important that we listen to ourselves and other people during this time because we're not going to have all the answers and a lot of the time we will listen to that voice in our head that is sometimes not so helpful um, but at the same time listening to that voice in your head enables you to get some clarity on what you do and do not want so the reason why I say that is because I'm a firm believer of learning through understanding and if you're not listening then you will not hear and if you're not hearing you will not understand and if you don't understand you will not be able to make an informed decision being able to make an informed decision breeds wisdom okay that's my personal reflection on it (laughs) some may agree some may not but with this whole thing of grief and with loss um i spoke about this on a panel last year at an event for a a beautiful young lady um, Milan from Spring Melanin and we spoke about loss and grief um, on a panellist discussion and um, a lot of the time people think of loss and grief in such a way that it's about a person that you've lost but a lot of the time you don't think about the things you've lost and even the person within you that may have been lost as well. So many people don't realise that they experience a sense of loss within themselves when they, they're grieving a past person that they used to be or grieving the person that they wanted to become and may not be fulfilling the characteristics of the individual that they envision themselves to be. So in a way, they're not congruent. And that, that incongruence it kind of disempowers people and if I find that many people are difficult find difficulty in coming out of that incongruent state of mind and state of thinking um, the reason why I say that is because I've been there myself I've been there myself and it, it is a bit of a bouncing between a rock and a hard place as the beautiful her sings in her song, um, it's very true. It is like bouncing between a rock and a hard place when you're you're going in between like this loss-oriented state and this hope-oriented state. But if you're more in touch with your loss-oriented state and you're stuck in that loop, it can be very difficult and draining and kind of self-critical state of mind and emotions which then inevitably affects the way that you behave whereas if you're more geared into the hope oriented state of mind you're more able to act in balance for yourself and your emotions and your your ways of thinking you're able to actually take in your surroundings your experiences and absorb what's happened um, and sit with your emotions. Not a lot of the time people try to speedily heal and recover quickly as if there's a, a destination to this thing called healing. 
Um, but as we well know, it is a journey and it's something that many people try to get to point A to point Z in a chronological way and realise that, in all honesty, these types of things are circular. You can fall back into states of previous discomfort where you felt you've elevated from and that's no fault of your own that just means that at this moment of time you need a bit more comfort you need a bit more care you need a bit more compassion the three c's comfort care and compassion and we sometimes refuse ourselves with that because we feel that we need to be strong and just get on with life and people are counting on us and we ignore these thoughts and these feelings and we just become broken we become broken or we remain broken and we remain a bit lost so having clarity is such an important important thing when you're embarking on a journey of grief recovery because clarity is one of the first steps alongside acceptance that's going to allow you to move through this this journey of grief recovery. If you don't have acceptance and if you don't have clarity of your situation, if you're not if you're not able to understand where you're at emotionally, mentally, how this reacts to your body physically, there's going to be a lot of struggle, I'll be honest, and I'm going to be very real. It's going to look very dark. And I'm not trying to embed toxic positivity in this conversation. But what I am trying to do is open up your mind to the possibility of hope. Okay? And this is what I do a lot of the time with my clients where I speak on things with them where they have extremities in their life where they're they're not really coping well and these extremities are usually I'm never going to get better I'm never going to be able to um, feel well in myself I'm ugly I'm that it could be very extreme but these are things that have been embedded in them for so long that it's a deep-rooted issue um Beginning this kind of work is very difficult. It is very difficult. But some of the things that I'm going to speak about in this, um, in my grief model, um, hopefully will help ignite the steps to open, open up the eyes to new lenses. And when I say new lenses, new ways of thinking, new ways of feeling, and new ways of behaving that is more conducive to your journey and is healthier for you to undertake. Now, again, I never paint myself as some sort of psychotherapist or counselor or anything like that. These are just things that work for me and they are psychological models and they are practices, but this is again based on my experience from studying the work that I do as an advocate and, and as I've been as a support worker um, and working in the care industry and social social care mental health for a very long time now um and i believe that they will help someone okay these tools will help someone so i'm going to start off with the first um acronym so the model forms the plan acronym as it as you know i like to embed everything around 
the positive, loving, achieving, nurturing side and the network of self and others. So this grief model has kind of taken the same format of the the plan acronym. So the first one is P, which is pause. Now, the reason why you need to pause when looking at your grief, let's say your grief baseline, (laughs) yeah? I'm gonna say your grief baseline. The reason why you need to pause is because you will not know where you're at if you're listening to all the noise in and around you. So take a moment to pause all of the chit chatter outside of your internal being and turn off the loud chatter that is not so helpful for you to gain clarity. So if you're able to pause for a moment, pausing looks and feels like you being very still and silent with yourself and being able to feel any particular glitches or motions within your body. If you feel anything in a particular area, take note of it, pay attention and try and direct your energy and thinking into that area where you felt this motion or movement in your body and try and figure out why you're feeling it, whether it's a flutter in your heart or a twinkle in your toe, a a tenseness in your legs. These are all things that are signs that you can read up on in your own time, do a bit of research around. um, Some people may call them psychosomatic symptoms. Some people actually call them uh, bodily responses to stress. Um, Whatever you may want to call it, Take a moment to pause and feel where in your body you're feeling these things and do a bit of research as to why you're feeling them in these places. It will also help you dissect any traffic thought that you have going on in your mind. So it could be extra chat that is going on in your mind that you have placed there unintentionally or intentionally to either distract, block out, or minimise your thought processes during this time. So I'll give an example. When um, when I used to talk about my experiences with my the loss of my mum, I used to try to breeze over the feeling and the thought with a lot of additional outside talk that I would end up believing was my own talk, um, and and kind of embedding that with the grief talk that I was having as well. So I would kind of confound a lot of other people's experiences with my experiences. That's one way that you would kind of understand that, is this my feeling? Is this someone else's feeling? I don't really know, but that chat has all been mixed and meshed together. And it's very difficult to dissect your thoughts and chat from other people's thoughts and chat. And this is why I say critical self-talk is so important. If you don't know about critical self-talk, there's a blog post on our website that enables um, enables you to understand what self-talk is and where negative self-talk um, kind of creeps in. So check out the blog post on www.plannweg.org.uk. That is our official website. Um, 
so self-talk is very very critical um when dealing with this as well so being able to pause allows you to dissect the self-talk the feelings in your body and the feelings in your spirit and emotions okay so that's the p l is listen to your feelings now it's all well and good paying attention and pausing but are you listening are you listening to yourself are you really hearing the needs of your body the needs of your mind are you paying attention to them how do you listen to them because a lot of the time they, they, they can't be vocal but are you really listening to them listening takes a lot it's not just hearing because hearing and listening are two different things hearing is superficial listening is a deeper context of emotion and thought and intelligence so use your active listening skills on yourself if you don't know how to build up active listening skills do a quick google search do a quick google search on how to actively listen to yourself and apply those principles to listening to your feelings okay so that is l the next one is a accept what has happened acceptance is probably the hardest stage and probably the longest stage that you will endure um, and fluctuate in between when it comes to this loss oriented and hope oriented state of being because acceptance takes mountains and mountains of courage to remove judgment and shame it takes mountains of courage to remove any disdain that you may have had towards yourself or to others or to the experiences you've had acceptance is, is something that taking away the extremities and accepting the present what actually is so <clears throat> acceptance is difficult because it relies on you to be self-trusting acceptance really really requires you to be able to trust yourself and your skills to be resilient and what that kind of looks like is pulling down your defenses and building up state a state of integrity and being able to actually understand how best you can remove the fear from your experiences and not punish yourself it's not a crime to feel what you're feeling it is actually normal to be between a rock and a hard place of the loss oriented and hope oriented state of feeling there's no need for punishment in these times because you're learning how to be at balance with yourself all too many times we live with some sort of regret and not to say li- having regrets isn't bad but it's the intensity that we attach our emotions to these regrets is what our acceptance factor doesn't really gauge so being able to build on self trust 
allows you to build on your resilience and your resistance okay it also allows you to get to a place of forgiveness because getting to a place of acceptance means that you have to forgive certain things that may not have gone certain ways and may not have acted in certain ways or may not have gone to certain places and you learn to accept that okay this this is where things are at and you can start building from that place there that's where the opportunity lies in acceptance okay the next <clears throat> the next letter is n navigate to avenues of support i can't stress how important this is um throughout each and every aspect of this model because you are very 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 fragile when you're embarking on a grief journey and being able to survive emotionally to the point you want to thrive is something that many people are are wanting to in- incorporate into their life you I want everyone to thrive in their life um especially thriving in their healing journeys and even when it comes to grief definitely I would love 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 you all to thrive being able to get to that place is very very unlikely to be done in isolation yeah I'm gonna say that again being able to thrive is very very unlikely to be done in isolation the reason why I say that is because we all as humans need interconnectivity yeah we all need to belong to something and to someone that is one of our one one of our human desires everyone has the same need to feel accepted and to be a part of something and to and to be connected to people okay so trying to do this on your own completely on your own is virtually impossible because you can then develop some negative traits from your your isolated state of growth and i know that sounds very counterintuitive but <clears throat> when you're trying to go through a journey of healing and there may be certain traits or characteristics you pick up along the way through your own self-directed and self-taught mechanisms there can be some misinformation that you pick up on and and take that as gospel and take that you know as as truth and there is a lot of falsehood and false healing information out there i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie so being able to navigate through that having some support some trusted certified support is definitely needed because you are then able to weed out the the information that's not good for you the information that is is needed for for your nourishing journey now I, i recommend a variety of support resources and there are a list of resources on my website um they encompass different services like counseling self-help apps um even down to like some self-help reflections if you are interested get in touch with me i'm i'm a big believer in reflective writing 
um, healing is my my go-to sorry writing is my go-to tool and journaling so if anyone is interested in some self-help journaling prompts more than happy to help there um also i say speak to friends and family and let them know that you are in a process of grief recovery and you just letting them know how you want them to treat and treat you and be around you and support you kind of let them know your triggers as well and if you don't know your triggers there's something that i'm going to be speaking about in another podcast very 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 soon how to identify your emotional triggers and that's that's a way to build emotional intelligence is understanding what triggers you but um we'll get into that in another episode um being able to have a clean physical space enables you to match the psychological space that you're trying to achieve so I encourage you also to as as a, as a resource keep your space and surroundings as clean and as empty as possible not not empty that it's bare but empty where it doesn't look cluttered because the visual representation will reflect your mental representation and having too much clutter in your mind will reflect in the the upheaval that you may be experiencing emotionally you never know maybe contributing um in a negative way just being in in a cluttered surrounding space so definitely pay attention to your surroundings um in a previous episode i've spoken about sleep hygiene and i i kid you not i kid you not i kid you not sleep is one of the most underestimated tools for recovery in any any healing journey whether it be emotional spiritual psychological physical sleep is one of the most underestimated underestimated tools of self-care i highly encourage you to listen back to that podcast if you haven't done so already um and it gives you some tips for sleep hygiene as well um and there's loads of different kinds of resources that you can use to help you um on your journey i just encourage you to research a few that you think will be helpful to you okay there's a um a self-care a self-care guide on my website called the power of seven and it looks at a self-care regime over seven days how you can pick out your favorite self-care tools and tips and habits to build up a self-care toolkit Uh, maybe use something like that even if you don't want to use that per se but use something like that that you are able to have in one place everything that you need as a quick reference should things not be going as well as you feel that they need to be going you can quickly go back to that I'm even looking at mine now Um, I call it the the healing box okay the healing and breathe box it just gives me a, a moment to as I said in step one to pause I can go in my box I've got a little letter in there that I've written to myself just saying thank you for coming and using this you know it rec- you've recognized that you need a bit of a breather you need a bit of a break so take that time out so even something like that a breathe box could be a, a useful resource for you to put all the important things. I've got some essential oils in there, some bath salts in there. 
um, I've got a playlist of my my episodes of podcasts that I listen to that are really uplifting and really help me nourish myself and remind myself of my purpose. I've got a list of songs um, in a playlist that I've created called Grand Rising Queen that helps me lift my mood. Um, Things like that can go into the box and you put it somewhere that you will see every day, all the time, um, and, and just use it when you need to use it. Give yourself permission to use it with no guilt and no shame um, that's another way as well to, to build up a, a support um, a support a, av- navigate through your avenues of support um, <clears throat> excuse me I've got a little bit of a cold here so um, I do apologise for the uh, crackle in my voice <laughs> um, but we're getting down to the last point here and it kind of ties in well with the last top uh, topic that I just spoke on. But this one's nurture yourself throughout it all. Um, <clears throat> nurturing, nurturing can be very simple. Just something as giving yourself time to rest, giving yourself permission to be at one with yourself. Um, it can be looking at how best you can better different areas of your life so looking at some self-development and also actually acknowledging that you need additional help so whether it is you need a bit of counseling to support your grief journey and to get you to a more hope-oriented state of mind um, or a, a bit of coaching to you know better better your journey so if you've already got some tools um, but maybe you've fallen out of balance feel free to get in contact with me um, I'm, I, I offer some coaching packages that can support you on this journey as well um, just being able to show up for yourself and build on your self confidence your self image your self esteem and your self worth in all those different areas this is exactly what this is here for um, and being able to know where you can get additional support if needs be. So there's a Facebook page called The Plan Place. Come and join the community. And there's also um, some self-care tips and tools that's thrown in there as well to support everyone on their journey. Because, yeah, everyone's going through some sort of grief, whether it's intense or not intense as they may see or feel. Um, there is some sort of grief and loss being experienced globally. I've felt it, I've seen it, I've experienced it, and I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm showing you that we are in this together. Um, So feel free to reach out if this has resonated with you, and feel free to share with anyone that you know is experiencing some sort of emotional upheaval um, get in touch with me um, the details are in the bio and in the episode link as well um, we don't need to go through this alone we really do not need to go through this alone and especially where all these different easement measures are taking place <clears throat> it, it, it can be very difficult to know well, not no, because you, you give yourself permission and authority, but it's very difficult to navigate what you are able to do or not able to do and, and 
as I said, lockdown has has taken a different toll on people's psyche, um, which is why I call it solitude season because it's kinder to me when I say it out loud. It's kinder to my soul when I say I'm taking time of solace for myself and my family and my home, my surroundings. Um, that's kinder to me rather than saying I'm in isolation or I'm in lockdown or no it's harsh and it's harsh on the soul so even just like I said before about self-talk change the way you're thinking change the way you're talking and it will inevitably change the way you're behaving and feeling um, inside so I hope this brings some um some jewels of wisdom to anyone that may have needed it I hope this comes at the right time to you Um, and the last thing I'm going to say is hold on pain ends we all have hope so hold on pain ends you will get to that place of balance of peace, of serenity whatever that may look like for you no one can dictate how to heal no one can dictate your, your feelings of loss and your feelings of grief. And no one can tell you how fast or slow your journey should be. Know that this is at your pace. And know that there will be some back and forth. And it's okay. It is okay. Just reach for your tools when you're slipping back into that loss-oriented state of, of being. And bring yourself back to the hope side of things. Because you are worthy of more you're you will get through this and i'm sending you energetic blessings of peace love light and this is rihanna from plan house and empowerment group the speak your mind podcast make sure you tap in to our next episode um we will be discussing our our journey of sisterhood (laughs) yes so we've got some upcoming um podcasts to be recorded with some beautiful sister circles that i've 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 been a part of throughout my life and i've been so welcomed into in my adulthood life um so there'll be an upcoming series on the importance of sisterhood and i will be speaking about it from my lens as a black woman but also just sisterhood in general as well and why we need to connect and how we connect as women um, on different, different levels in different circles. And this is why it's so important for me to do this series because each of my sister circles brings something so totally different and unique to me, but are all a part of me, all the same. They hold their integrity and stance um, stance of, of praise I would say um, in my life and in my heart so I'm, I'm super excited to be recording these series with these beautiful beautiful women and I'm so so excited to bring them to you so stay tuned um, have a beautiful day a beautiful night <laughs> um, and stay tuned take care one love